We are back. We are back. Hey, Jennifer. Hi, Scott. You ready to rock and roll? What are we talking about? I am ready. I'm ready to talk about how to manage time as a presenter because it's really important that we start on time and that we end on time because we need to honor our audience's time. Yeah. That reminds me, I think we have to be, if we're great speakers, we're highly respective. Wait, what am I trying to say? We're highly respectful. Thank you. <laughs> Anytime. Any, as a speaking coach, you would think I know English. You <laughs> oh, think that's can, what I'm here for. I know my basic. Thank you. Yeah, we have to be really respectful of our listeners' time. That yes. is the most valuable thing they're giving to they, Your audience expects you to stay in control of the timing. It's your responsibility as the presenter. Yeah. Well, and I'm going to offer a really sort of, I'm going to flip things around and say, Do it. I think there's a way, it's an option, where you can stop worrying about time. Because one of the worst things you can do as a speaker is be worried and obsessed, worried about and obsessed with time. It's it horrible. It can take away from your message. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. But I, I wanna hear your perspective on this. What do you do to help people? Now, first of all, let's assume they can start on time. So that's a no brainer. That's tricky. It's okay. tricky to start on time. Well, tell me more about that. Why is it tricky? Because if it's, whether it's in a virtual presentation environment or in person, if you don't have the majority of your audience there and ready, a lot of presenters will wait yeah. and they will tell their audience, let's wait for a couple more of your colleagues and then we'll get started. Well, how much time do we take to do that? Because yeah. that's where it can get tricky. When I'm presenting in virtual, I will not wait more than three minutes. Yeah. Because during those first three minutes, you can invite everyone in, start engaging with them. However, you want to start as close to the start time as possible so that you're, you're honoring the people that did show up on time. Yeah. I've, I've, there's a little bit of, um, an interesting option here, which is you can ask people that are already there, what do you hope to get out? I'm just curious, what do you hope to get out of today? Oh, to draw, to create conversation. Yeah, well, and, and actually gather some data. I mean, you know, yeah. after all, um, again, if you're not locked into a script, which I'm always advocating, don't lock into some script, yeah. um, then you can gather some really important information. You can make the audience already feel heard and important um, as people are arriving. Um, and honestly speaking, the, the one thing I want people to remember is that I, I hear people saying, I only have an hour to <laughs> go through my content. And I'm like, well, you, you've got two problems there. One, your goal is to go through your content, which mm -hmm. is not really great speaking. It's just you spouting, you know, words over your audience. The monologue. And thinking you need an hour to change people, to affect them, to persuade them. Do you know what I mean? 
It, well, yes, because with that mindset, it's all about you yeah. as the presenter. You're not putting the audience first. It's here's my agenda and I have to get through it and I have 60 minutes to do it. Right. But so it's the interesting. The audience can if, feel that. And you can give up. I mean, with me, with the three minutes, like you, you said, that's, a, that's a, a nice guideline. If I give three minutes to the people that are showing up late, I, what I'm constantly trying to do is be respectful of everybody's time. <laughs> So if most of the people are there, I'm going to say, well, I'm going to start because the vast majority of you here, I'd rather than waste get all these started. minutes of your time for two or three people that are late, I'm just going to go ahead and get started. Yes. Um, it's more out of respect for their time than it is out of the desire for me to hoard time to get through my stuff. Um, you know what I mean? I do. However, you know where that can get tricky is if the majority of your audience has arrived, what if one of your key stakeholders has not arri yet <laughs> arrived? So for, for example, it could be your SVP is going to be attending your presentation and they have not yet arrived. Do you get started early? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, do you, what would you say? I'm, you've just freaked me out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a good I would, question. I would acknowledge it. I would acknowledge that you're trying to get started as soon as possible. If you want to give that key stakeholder another minute or so, then at least provide value to your audience. You don't have to maybe dive into the presentation. You can still provide some value to the audience. And really the key to that scenario is you need to use your best judgment. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I agree for sure. For six years, when I led workshops for Duarte, pace and timing were at the top of my mind and it was exhausting. I'd have a, it would be a one day workshop, but it would be like, do I have enough time? Did I hit my spot? Am I at the right place all day long? And it not only did it drain me in a certain way, it also kept me from being fully present. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're preoccupied with the clock. So sure. I, I encourage people to try to release this idea of quantity. Like in order to deliver what I needed to deliver to these people, I have to get through this amount of stuff that I think should take an hour and drop that and go back to what is your goal for them? What's your goal for your audience? Um, and if you can keep your eye on that and stay within the main or the core message of what you're doing, um, then focus on quality. Every single sentence you speak. Well, and it sounds like you're also bringing the audience into the conversation. So it's more of a conversation versus this one-way monologue. Right. And if it's conversational, time may not be a big concern because everyone is getting what they need out of the presentation. Well, and, and I would even say if you're, you know, you're part of an event, this is when things go a little crazy, right? You're part of a day long event with multiple speakers. Um, you've got to stay on time. You're supposed to stay on time, right? And sometimes you'll be invited to these events and your time slot will get crunched because the oh, person yes. in front of you went long. And that can just destroy everything. If you think that in order for me to deliver value, I've got to get through this stuff. And, and even if, and again, a topic 
could be, I want to cover these five things, but wouldn't you rather a speaker cover four things really well <laughs> than kind of race through four things to get in the fifth thing? Yeah. Well, that, so Scott, that lead us, that leads us to the end as yeah. you're starting to wrap up the presentation, especially if you notice you're running out of time, which is very common. This happens a lot. Yeah. You notice you're running out of time. Let's say you have 15 minutes more of information that you want to get across and you only have five minutes left. Acknowledge the time as the presenter. You can say, I see our time is wrapping up. I'm going to share what's most important. Yeah. And so it's coming prepared to the presentation, knowing if I get stuck at the end with not enough time, what are the one or two most important points I must convey? Yeah. So instead of racing through the rest of the content and speeding up, because that's a lose-lose for everyone. Exactly. To share, I'm going to share what's most important. And you can always follow up with an email with additional Right. Information. Right. Right. It, th and that's an important, let's, let me begin our wrap up with that. Presentations are not about information. They're not about shoving an encyclopedia into somebody's <laughs> brain. Yes. They're about yeah. changing people's beliefs and behaviors. And I, you just have to think you can experience a 15 minute talk and be highly changed and affected by that. Um, why is it we're so obsessed with filling our hour? <laughs> so I say, focus on quality. Quality and bringing the audience into the conversation yeah. with you. Yeah. What, do you what would you leave really, people with? What do, what's really your key. last thought? Oh, well, timing, timing is really important in our world of presenting and I have a technique that I use because I teach workshops and I need to honor my audience's time. So I have a big clock that is easily accessible to me because yeah, right. especially over Zoom, if you're in full screen, you don't have a clock on yeah, your screen. That's right. So you, it's hard to keep track of time. So I always have a big clock accessible. And then I also write down I give myself, well, I'll show you, I, I give myself, these are start and, start and end time. So it helps keep me on track, making sure that I am providing all the value for my audience so that I can go share this content and have that yeah. conversation. So it's like almost little presentations within a presentation. You want to hit certain benchmarks at certain times. Yes. So you can... Yeah. And, and th this, this tells me that I'm on track. Yeah. I'm on track. And I, especially over zoom, I'll put a piece of tape here and I'll just tape it up to my monitor and it's a great visual. Yeah. All right. Now, next week we are talking about what? We are breaking the norms. Yeah. The norms, presentation norms. Pre breaking presentation norms, because you and I know it. One of the things that hold our clients back is that we ask them to do things that sometimes go outside the mainstream presentation expectations of their particular presentation culture within their place of work. Yes. Um, and that's a risk and that it can is. be tough. And it can feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. 
So well, let's, we're going to help people with through that. that. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks, and Thanks, we everyone. will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.